The Arkansas Court of Appeals decided one real estate case this week, Jackson v. Downs, 2022, ARC App 17. Here, the trial court awarded a prescriptive easement over a landowner's property where others traversed it for decades. The Arkansas Court of Appeals, in affirming, agreed with the trial court ruling there was an easement that vested after years of use. Special Judge Annabelle Ember Tuck wrote, Philip Jackson brings this appeal from a judgment of the Moreau County Circuit Court awarding Raymond Abramson an easement across his property. Specifically, the Circuit Court found that Abramson had acquired an easement by necessity, an easement by implication, and a prescriptive easement across Jackson's property. We affirm the Circuit Court's finding that Abramson had acquired a prescriptive easement across Jackson's property. Since 1991, Raymond Abramson has owned 93 acres of rural, undeveloped land, the Abramson property, in Monroe County. This land has been in the Abramson family since 1895. It is heavily wooded and primarily used recreationally for hunting, hiking, fishing, and timber production. In June 2019, Abramson leased his property to Appalee Earl Downs for hunting purposes, and thereafter Downs visited the property frequently. Adjacent to Abramson's property is 240 acres of land owned by appellant Philip Jackson, which he primarily uses for farming. Jackson's land shares a property line with Abramson's on the north, east, and south. Jackson obtained title to his land by warranty deed in 1986. The dispute in this case arose after Earl Downs was denied access to the Abramson property in October 2019. On October 31st, Downs went to visit the Abramson property to prepare for a hunt. As he did every time before, he planned on using the road that crossed over Jackson's property. However, Jackson had barricaded the road with a gate and an excavator, effectively preventing Downs from accessing the Abramson property from the east. Downs subsequently filed a complaint alleging that he had an easement by prescription, necessity, or implication, and he requested an ex parte temporary injunction against Jackson seeking access to the Abramson property for hunting purposes. The circuit court granted the ex parte temporary injunction without a hearing and subsequently served it on Jackson. Thereafter, Jackson filed a motion to dismiss and requested a hearing. Downs later filed an amended complaint, which added Raymond Abramson as a party. End of quote. The circuit court held a hearing in which Judge Abramson testified to his family's use of the blocked road running through the adjacent property. Quote, He testified that he goes whenever he wants, and he waves to people in Jackson's fields, and they wave back. Abramson said that each fall, he and his wife enjoy walking the property and viewing the wildlife. Abramson conservatively estimated that he has been to the property around 100 times. Abramson offered evidence that others used the road as well. He said that Pat Gerlock, who leased the property for hunting purposes from 2008 to 2018, used the block road to access the property. He said that scrap dealers had traversed the block road when they came to purchase his father's old farming equipment and that loggers had used the block road to haul timber. Jackson testified that the road he blocked existed when he purchased his property in 1986. 
However, he described the road as being nothing more than a trail that was mostly impassable except by tractor. He said that over the years he had improved the road so that he could better work the land for farming. He testified that he made these improvements for his own benefit and without consultation with others in the area. He further testified that in 1995 or 1996, he posted no trespassing signs and installed a cable across the road because he was having a bunch of people steal stuff and tearing his road up. Moreover, Joe Jackson, who was Philip Jackson's son, testified that 30-gallon barrels were also placed in the road. End of quote. The trial court ruled Judge Abramson acquired easements by prescription, by implication, and by necessity, and that Downs had a right to use this easement. Landowner Jackson appealed, bringing before the Court of Appeals these well-trod and long-standing doctrines, which are fact-dependent. Quote, One asserting an easement by prescription must show by a preponderance of the evidence that his or her use has been adverse to the true owner and under a claim of right for the statutory period. Where there is uses of a passageway over land, whether it be by permission or otherwise, if that usage continues openly for seven years after the landowner's actual knowledge that the usage is adverse to his interest, or where the usage continues for seven years after the facts and circumstances of the prior uses are such that the landowner would be presumed to know the usage was adverse, then such usage ripens into an absolute right. End of quote. Once established, a prescriptive easement becomes permanent and irrevocable. In response, landowner Jackson argued this was wild, unenclosed, and unimproved land for which there is a presumption usage was permissive. The Court of Appeals explained, Our Supreme Court has held that use of wild, unimproved land such as Jackson's is presumed permissive until the persons using the land for passage by their open and notorious conduct demonstrate to the owner that they are claiming a right of passage. This must come in the form of some overt activity that puts the owner on notice that the use is adverse. It is Jackson's position that Abramson's overt activities were not sufficient to overcome this presumption. However, Jackson's argument fails to acknowledge that permissive use can ripen into adverse use when the use continues openly for seven years after the landowner or his predecessors know the use is adverse or if they, under the circumstances, are presumed to know the use is adverse. End of quote. The Court of Appeals agreed that Judge Abramson successfully rebutted the presumption of wild and unimproved land, that his usage was permissive, and Jackson should have known usage of the road was under a claim of right. Quote, Abramson testified that he has been using the road for over 50 years. Likewise, Gerlach testified that he used the road back in 1968. From this testimony, it is clear that the road existed prior to Jackson's purchase of his property in 1986 and that people were using it. End of quote. Jackson could visibly see heavy use on the roadway because it was wallowed out when he bought the property in 1986, yet he did not barricade it until 1995. This was too late. Special Judges Gary Arnold and Sam Bird agreed. End of decision.